You are now stuck inside my head. I apologize for the mess. All right, so I've got a limited amount of time. Um, it's, I mean, it always feels like that. I just, I mean, if you could see my mess on my desk right now, you'd really sympathize for the just, you know, life's been busy. It's my own fault. I mean, I made my own messes. I did a project uh, yesterday. Um, I'll see if I can mix in a little video of it, uh, a picture of it. Um, but I had this uh, hanging electrical uh, light bulb holder thingy. It didn't fit standard, uh, oh, words are escaping me, uh, light, light shades, light, uh, the little thing that covers up the light that makes it, softens the light. Anyways, didn't fit those real well, um, for like the cheap ones, the stuff you find all over the place at thrift stores. And so I decided I'd just make one. And my first attempt was to, uh, buy a glass from the thrift store, like a, a vase that was painted. Uh, it was painted green. It was looking antique looking, antique looking cool vase. Um, and I tried to drill a hole through the bottom of it, a big, you know, one and a quarter inch hole. Uh, cause that was the size I needed for this thing. And I've got diamond bits for that, but the bottom of a vase is thick. And so, uh, I cut through it probably a quarter of an inch and it was still had another little eighth of an inch to go. Um, and I made the mistake of letting go of it for a second while the drill was turning off. So it's still spinning and it's still in there and it picked up the glass and, whoo, and broke it. Centrifugal force just shattered it, sent green glass all over my garage. So that, you know, that didn't work. Uh, so the next thing I figured I'd, I'd take a globe. I have a lot of globes in my house. It's part of my aesthetics, part of the whole you know, exploring the world and adventure aesthetic in my house. And so I've got different globes from different time periods. And this one particularly was made out of cardboard. Uh, it's kind of the old fashioned, um, plaster globes. Uh, and I had kind of ram shackled made it in the first place, uh, combining two different things to make this globe sit upright anyways. So I thought, you know, I could clear off some desk space at the same time. I'll just go ahead and cut a hole in the bottom of this thing and make a, make a globe light fixture. So that's what I did. It worked out. Uh, it was actually a lot easier than I thought it'd be, uh, than the other, you know, the cutting into glass. Um, the only downside is since I used just a sharp knife to cut it, it's not super perfect flat at the bottom. So I'm going to have to figure out some, uh, element to put on the bottom. I might just like make a, a wooden ring or something, uh, that can clean up that edge in the bottom, make it look sharp. But uh, it's fine. Um, it gives me what I wanted, which was uh, no lamp on my nightstand and a light hanging above so that it lights up that area where all my devices are charging. And, you know, uh, if I go to bed and put my laptop away or whatever, there's a spot to put it. Then I don't have to worry about sharing it with a lamp. So, um, but yeah, that was just a random thing I did over the weekend. And uh, I just, it's just been busy. I've got every everything, everything all at once. That's what life is right now. Um, I will say I got to sit down and enjoy the Super Bowl. It was a really good game. And I don't, I mean, someone asked me if I enjoyed the Super Bowl, uh, because we did a cooking event, uh, where we cook a meal, uh, for like a hundred people. And it was on that afternoon and we, we made sure to put the TV on so people could, who volunteered could watch a little bit of the Super Bowl when it started. Um, and, uh, someone asked me, do you, do you like, 
watching football, keep up with football. And I'm like, I watch it like watching two random people play chess. I enjoy the chess game, but I don't care who's playing. And so I can sit down and watch any game and just enjoy the game for what it is, the strategies that are involved and the, the athleticism and the skill for all the players. Um, but I don't keep up with the who's who or care to. I mean, I just, a long time ago, I decided that there's a limited amount of things I can keep in my brain knowledge wise and that, uh, football is just seemed unnecessary to keep up with. So, uh, I mean, all like Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback of the Chiefs in this game and you can't help but absorb some of that just during a game, uh, as you're cheering for or watching things unfold. But, uh, but I don't keep up with it. I don't want to keep up with it. I purposely just erase it after the game and I can sit down in any game and just enjoy it and, and, you know, uh, not have favorites and just enjoy the presentation of a, of a skilled set of players playing a game. Um, every time I watch it, it makes me want to play football. What's been weird for me lately with the leg injury is I see people doing stuff and in my mind, you know, like, I don't know if it's just like a, a boy thing, but like you, you watch somebody, uh, like when they were running with a ball, do that little juke maneuver where they fake the guy out and then go the other direction. You, in your mind, you're like, oh yeah, that was, that was an awesome move. And in your mind, you kind of replay that, like, like, oh, I, that would be awesome to get to do that. But every time I do that in my head now, I'm like, oh, I just broke my leg again. <laughs> Cause I don't think it could handle those kind of stresses. And, uh, yeah, every time I'm scrolling through social media and I see people running or jumping or doing things and I'm just like, Oh, I can't do that. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I want to be able to do it again, but it's going to take a year before I'm able to do anything crazy adventurous. Uh, but, uh, but it was a good game. I enjoyed the, enjoyed the football, uh, and, uh, getting to, to see it through the end. And it was, uh, it was a really close, close game. And I don't care for either the player, either the teams that much that I would care at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, man, what if, what if, what have I been up to lately? Otherwise, um, just, just busy, man. And, uh, I don't, I don't know if I'll always have time to sit down and do these little podcasts. And I'm not sure I see the value in them. Um, I really regret going to video. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, because it means I need to be here in the studio space to push record. Um, I, like I have that same problem with music. I, I'm, uh, my guitar's over here. I've been trying to record a song. And if I just wanted to record the song, I could do it in like one night. I could just sit down. And cause if you mess up, you just pick back up and you mix it together and boom. Like it doesn't matter if you mess up. You can just take it from where you left off. You can, you know, you just need to lay down the music correctly at some point and then mix it together audio wise. It's kind of hard to do that with video. I mean, if you want to get a, you know, unless you can do a lot of video editing and put in B roll and stuff, you, you kind of need to get a perfect take for video, uh, at least the way I'm doing it. Um, and I don't honestly, it's a complicated song and I don't, I don't know it that well to, to do it perfect every single time. Um, which it's part of the problem. I just need to practice more. Uh, that's one of the problems of being a musician that doesn't actually play concerts or anything is that, yeah, yeah, I can write a song and I can be like, oh, that's a good song, but I don't have any motivation to practice it 
and play it again and again and again. I kind of want to move on and do something different. Um, but if I knew I was going to play somebody uh, for somebody and have some form of audience, you know, I, I definitely rehearse, but, uh, as far as like ADHD goes, I don't, I don't have a reason to, there's no motivating factor other than to be able to get a live recording of it. Um, that's adequate. And what I've learned from the last few album thingies I've recorded is that I'm better off just doing it live. Um, I tried on my last album to, to do the music, like lay down the music and then sing with it separate. And I'm just not that talented. And, uh, and my equipment is not that great. Um, I mean, it's, it's not really equipment. It's a talent issue. I'm just, I've got crap timing and I just, it works for when I've got the feel and I'm just, playing live like I you know and especially if I'm playing with other people that I can absorb the timing off of them or if I have a, a timer in front of me but then I can't I can't audio record if there's a ticking uh metrodome what's it called yeah um in front of me I, so I, I I haven't figured out how to do that stuff yet so I figured at this point the best thing for me to do when I want to record a song for posterity for I want to lay down the recording that I'm going to put out an album for I'm just going to do it live and get, get a perfect take and a nice quiet space, which is really hard, especially nowadays. It's just like even the other day I was doing, I was recording it and I was like, Oh, this is the best take ever. And then my dog walks up and now most people wouldn't probably hear it, notice it. But when you know, you know, and it's going to bother you when you hear their little collar dangle, dangle, dangle over, you know, scratch themselves, dangle, 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 then walk off in the middle of the recording. It ruined it. And so, uh, yeah, that take's going to go in the trash, and so I have to keep doing it again and again. But uh, eventually, I'll get a nice quiet moment, and I'll record it. Uh, my first albums, when I was working from home, and I was able to take my whole hour or two-hour lunch to record some music, uh, I would just take all the collars off the dogs, because that was the problem. But also, I had a bigger dog back then, too, and when he would walk around, you could hear his footsteps. Um, so I just had to wait until they were chilled uh it's hard not having a specific studio space um and i used to have a studio space it was a room that was a little bit more isolated where i could go do stuff like this but not anymore so uh i've got to figure out how to make it work right here um but yeah i was just saying that like doing the video it always makes it complicated i've got to do it perfect if i did this podcast i would just go buy another one of Another one of these things, um, they work great. Just some little form of audio recorder. I'd probably get a Tascam uh, or a Zoom and, uh, and just record it remotely. I could sit in my car and record it and it'd be fine. No one would complain about the audio quality. Um, there's a couple vloggers that I've kept up with that, uh, they just use their spaces they have available to record and, and I've always thought, you know, that's all that matters. Like I'm, I'm there to hear their opinions on things or hear their explain something complicated. And I don't care about the location. Um, I don't know, but, uh, but I've already crossed that line now. And so I'm, I'm here. And this is what I'm doing is, is video. Uh, it's actually easier to edit it on video than it is on audio. As far as like doing it on my phone, I can toss it into a template that I already have set up and export the podcast to actually get the audio for the podcast. I have to take an extra step 
open it up in Premiere on my desktop and drop out just the audio as an MP3. Um, and I know there's better ways to do it. I could actually have a MP3 recorder right here that I could just push a button, but then I'd have to mix in the audio for the intros and stuff. So the way I do it now, it's it's templatized and it's not that bad. It's just it's just having to be right here in this space and having it be quiet in the house. Um, and uh, there's been a few times I've just taken the risk that someone's going to interrupt me, and I've just pushed record, um, especially for the music. Uh, I figure they have the context of seeing that I'm recording and, and trying not to interrupt me, but that doesn't always happen. So, um, but uh, man, the weather's getting nice. I, I should be getting out and doing some fun stuff pretty soon. Um, mostly I'm just still waiting for my leg to heal. I've torn it twice now since I broke it. So I broke it, broke the bone, the heel bone. Then I tore the calf muscle and that delayed the healing process a little bit. And then I had another tear that was not as bad as the first muscle tear, but still pretty painful. And that was just because I tripped and I was wearing the boot at the time. So it doesn't always stop it from, from reacting to a quick movement. Uh, kind of got me disheartened as far as like just it's going to take a long time for this to heal um, it doesn't really stop me from being productive I could, there's still a lot I can do it's just I was kind of enjoying not having my productivity stem from be, me being on a computer um, and that's kind of what it's turning back into is I'm back on a computer again more often um I was really enjoying when I got to go out in the field and get dirty and do fun, crazy stuff. Um, I still get to do a little fun, crazy stuff here once in a while, but I want to heal up uh, and I want to do it right so I don't have to keep injuring myself because it's very painful. Um, and it's making my leg look a little weird. Uh, I need to rebuild the muscles and all that kind of stuff. It's going to take, really is going to take about a year of physical therapy to get normal again. And, uh, but right now, the biggest thing I want is to ride my motorcycle, which shouldn't require a, a ton of muscle. It just I just need to be able to push on the brake. Um, so that's my goal right now because the weather's nice, and uh, you know, in the coming few weeks when it gets even nicer, I want to be able to get out and go for some rides and stuff like that. So, uh, but as it is, I'm just gonna try to stay productive. I've got a lot of house chores and projects to work on to get my house organized um and uh you know as long as i'm taking a step forward on things i'm i'm content uh i don't have to make everything better you know by any set time period i just like to see a little progress on things and i think that's what the hard part about the leg is is that the healing progress is slow and so it's hard to find those milestones to be like, hey, look, look where I've, look what I've achieved. Because uh, I was doing that, and then I tore my leg. So I don't trust that anymore now, and I'm going to take it a lot slower now. I just have to force myself to be patient. But, uh, but yeah, I'll hopefully get a recording made. I don't know if I'll post it anywhere, um, but I will use it to, to edit together a, a final... Uh, audio to go out on release on like iTunes and Spotify and stuff. Uh, the song is called the bride 
And it's like a prophetic song. I don't know if that's a thing that anyone does anymore, but it's a song about how Jesus sees us as the church. Um, based on scripture alone, it's nothing, you know, it's nothing I wrote, uh, uniquely that's, uh, not supported by scripture, but it's, it's just, uh, kind of an interesting take on uh, where the church is today, um, at least the way I see it and by how I read scripture. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, it's, it's something I wrote, oh gosh, 20 years ago, seems like. Um, yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I wrote about 20 years ago, um, fine-tuned it in the last four years. Uh, to get the, you know, get it tightened up a little bit. And, uh, it's there now. Like I, it's a good song. I get it stuck in my head every once in a while and I'm like, Hey, that's a good measure for when you're writing a song is that it's got enough of a hook and enough of a, you know, melody that it, it sticks with you when you've, when you've heard it. Um, I'm sure like everything else that I've recorded, someone else could do it better. And that's kind of why I record songs and put them out there. It's just to, just to copyright it and to say, there it is. It's mine. It was released on this date. You know, this is my creation. But that said, I'm not doing this for money. So if someone else wanted to take it and do a good job with it, I don't think I'd be opposed to it. Um, I would just need to hear their, you know, their version of it a little bit. Uh, but I, uh, I've always been more of a songwriter and not a performer. Um, I'm just not vocally talented and I'm not even that gifted on musician, uh, on the musician side. I just, just fumble through it. But, uh, but I have, I'm pretty good at composing music and composing, uh, you know, a lyric. So, uh, and I want to get back into that. I'm trying to get everything that I've ever written nailed down. And produced in such a way that I can say it's done before I start writing new stuff. Because uh, I feel like if I'm going to learn anything, I'll learn anything on the stuff I've already written. And that way I can just get better at it moving forward. Maybe even adjust my writing style to match the production style. Um, might open up some new creative paths for me or something. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so keep an eye out for that if you want. Um, I'm tired. I'm gonna go take a nap or something. I had I made coffee this afternoon, and uh, yeah, I might have some more because it's just it's Monday, but it's been it's been a weekend and it's been a week, um, and it's gonna be it's gonna continue. <laughs> I'm grateful. Like I'm grateful to be alive and to have this experience and to you know, have all the opportunities I have to experience life and all the struggles. Um, but, uh, I do look forward to things calming down one day and just, I don't know. I'd love to be bored. Can't imagine what it'd be like, or what it was like to ever be bored. Um, and that's not something you'll ever hear me say is I'm bored. There's always something to do and you can always improve. You can always push a little harder. Um, and, uh, I've got so much to do. 
And I'd like to get it done while I have time and ability and physical, you know, while I'm on top of things. Uh, was, uh, who was it? Peter was talking to Jesus and Jesus said, you know, right now you go where you want to go. But one of these days you're going to get led by the hand and go places. You're not going to get to choose where you get to go. You're not going to, you know, growing old is not great. That's what Jesus said in a way. That's my, that's my take on it is that while you're young and capable, do it. Don't wait because it's not going to get easier. And right now, when you're when you're physically capable and mature enough to do things, do it. And, you know, push it because one of these days like like I am dealing with my leg right now, you're not going to be capable. And that stinks. And uh one of these days you're going to be gone. And so, you know, use this opportunity to get as much done as you can. Push that push that edge of humanity forward just a little bit. Make it a little bit easier for the next generation. Make it make the environment a little cleaner, make the economy a little stronger. Build something, you know, invest in something, invest in people. Uh, invest in some property. Do something that betters society just a little bit. That is your calling in life: is to is to master this world and make it just a little bit better. Uh, you know, birth a little organization out of the chaos. That's that's what that's what we're here for uh, since creation. Ah, that got too deep. And I gotta go. It's been it's been way too long. Um, take care of yourselves. Uh, you know, same old stuff. You're loved. I don't know who's watching this, but uh, unless unless we don't get along, and if we don't get along, you know, have the best life you can have. I don't wish any negativity. Uh, but if we do get along, say something. You know, send me a message. Uh, I'm on X, and it's about all I'm on anymore. I don't really check Facebook or Instagram for hardly anything. Uh, I still post to them every once in a while, just uh, just kind of a to make sure that people don't forget I'm alive. Um, but I don't actually tell anybody about what I do on X either. I just post to those platforms. Uh, Mostly I'm keeping photo albums of, of family and stuff that I kind of want to uh, maintain on those platforms. But uh, but I've kind of gone private on most of it to the point that I don't, you know, you're not going to even find me on it. Uh, but you can find me on X, and that's the best place to send me a message. And I'm still waiting for Elon Musk to make this thing all it can be. And, uh, you know, the all-in-one platform for everything. Um, it'd be interesting. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I'm going to try to clean up my mess here and uh, maybe get a little nap or a little coffee. One of the two. Take care. Bye.